brand new getting color right here on the big veto brand.com i am virtue that is big veto lagrasso and we are back at it again what's up how's everything i hope everybody's doing good um you know just taking care of family business as usual uh miss noel is still under the weather we're going to get some testing done this week hopefully we'll have some answers for why she's not feeling good and uh you know, we get to move forward and everybody can be back on track. So, Virtue, I know you got a very big, big show for us. We got some good topics. And I actually have something on my mind. So You want to start off with that? Yeah, Jeez. let's talk about that. There um, you go. Okay. What's on Vito's mind? It was brought to my attention today. Now, remember, guys, I have never been or never will be a politician into politics or nothing, right? But I heard something today that was kind of disturbing. It had to do, it has to do with the conflict we're having with the Ukrainians and the Russians, okay? And it had to do with a wrestling personality by the name of Kane. And he happened to say that he agreed with what happened with the schools, with the children being blown up. Did you happen to catch that? No, I, I knew he said something about the crisis over there. I yes. didn't know. I didn't read and see exactly what. Yes. Uh, Hangman Page posted something underneath it for, for help for these people. So, uh, you know, Kane supported Putin. And um, like I said, I'm not into politics, but when something like that, somebody of um, that magnitude, especially in the wrestling community, because it's so meteorific, where they really, you know, show concern about what you say. And what Hangman Page uh, posted was something uh, linked for UNICEF to support children of the Ukraine. Now, these ch little children that were blown up, they were, they were kindergarten and first graders. And he agreed that they should be blown up. Hangman Page said something about it. A lot of people have said now, something now, about Vito, it. Now, Vito, are you sure he didn't say something that was misinterpreted? Because this was based on what he tweeted, correct? Not what he verbally said? Right, what he like tweeted. That, that's what, like, seriously, he said that? He did. Oh my God! He wasn't no. hacked or anything. That that that's like weird. Like that. Wow. Now the thing is, it was also orphans were involved. Now here's my thing. You, I, I, I he's in office, and he's the mayor of a town, and uh, he tweeted his support of the war and the Putin after the announcement that the schools were blown up. So I'm kind of like baffled because if Hulk Hogan, who is beloved and bigger than anybody in the world in wrestling at the time, if Hulk Hogan get criticized for saying the N-word and banished to bogeyland forever and ever, where does that leave Kane? Now, you have The Undertaker's uh, WrestleMania coming up where he's supposed to be inducted in the Hall of Fame. 
How is he supposed to induct the, the Undertaker after saying something like this? I don't when, think he does. <laughs> but if you follow what I'm saying, now, yeah. WWE, for everything they, they do and say, we're not talking about wrestlers now. We're talking about business. Their business is going towards children and wanting to put a smile on people's faces, wanting to be business, wanting to be PG, wanting to be entertainment. If one of their entertainers goes and says something like this, where does that put him, this man, in the eye of the public who's a representative of the WWE? Oh, wait, wait. But Glenn Jacobs, the mayor, said it, not Kane, the WWE wrestling character. Right. But still, I'd be shocked. If he, yeah, I'd be shocked if Kane's part of this WrestleMania thing, unless he comes back out and says, like, apologizes or says, "That's not what I meant." Here, here's what I meant. I don't know. I, I don't know what's going to happen, Vito. But you know, but like when Ho, when this happened to Hogan, and I use this, you know, with Hogan because Hogan was the biggest icon. If it wasn't for Hulk Hogan, he. Uh, there wouldn't be wrestling today. I mean, even you look at it. And if it wasn't for Hogan paving the way for guys like myself, Kane, and everybody else, nobody would have a wrestling career. You know, and I'm all for using social media to enhance a heel gimmick. Right. But this is Glenn Jacobs, the mayor. Like, this is not this is not that. You know what I mean? So, like, the controversial stuff doesn't enhance anything here. You know what okay. I mean? Like <laughs> now, okay, I'm gonna use the flip side. Yeah. Hulk Hogan, who is uh Terry Boyle, father of Brooke, saying something protecting his daughter, not pertaining to Hulk Hogan, the wrestling superstar icon. So there's your there's your difference. There's your fight. Oh, people give Hogan like ridiculously hard time because he was captured secretly on camera saying racist things but you and i talked about this is there multiple offenses out there recorded and documented of hulk hogan being racist there no. isn't there isn't no not one not a one nope. not a one oh, wow you know yeah that's crazy i knew kane stirred up something or glenn jacobs stirred up something right. i didn't have time to go into the weeds with it but that's what that was all about. Okay. Yes, sir. And you know what? It shocked me because, you know, when you spend time with somebody, you know them, you speak to them, maybe you're not as intimate, but having beliefs and you say, okay, it's okay to blow up a school of killing children. That's deep. That's real deep. I mean... I'm not. I'm not into it. You're not into it. You know. But like when somebody says, I wouldn't says say it's that. okay to blow up anything. I mean, exactly. Like maybe a, you know, blow up a bridge with nobody on it, so people couldn't cross it. Even you know that maybe, but like wow, not with people, man. That's kind of deep. I know we don't talk about this on getting <laughs> yeah. color, but you know, I thought that was worth bringing up today because well, he was a wrestler, you know. So it's fair dis game. It's disturbing. Yeah. It disturbed me because, you know, for everything I'm about and everything I've done in my life, you know, it's like I never wish bad on nobody. I'm not into politics. I'm not into anything. 
And uh, to think somebody would be okay with blowing up a school, you know? Well, are yeah. you ready to move on to, like, the wrestling stuff we talk about then? Yes. I will just read one funny note here yeah. from Razor Sharp 13. If it wasn't for Hulk Hogan, Eric Bischoff would still be selling merch from the truck, from back of a truck in Minneapolis. Wow. That's deep, too. Yeah, I've cut, right. I used to be hard on Eric, too, but I've cut him some slack the last few years. So, yeah, he is getting up there. You know, I might not be able to get up and down yeah. the truck. All right, go ahead. All right. So, the first topic I want to talk about, Vito, um, Cesaro's WWE contract has expired. He is free to go anywhere. And he did not re sign with WWE. And what's next? For Cesaro, which obviously he's going to be Claudio, you know, whatever he goes by his real name, whatever he was at Ring of Honor. Uh, what's next? I mean, I think you and I both know what's next, but what do you think? You want to know what's sad? And <clears throat> I was kind of in the same boat as Cesaro, being a good worker, guy who could work up and down the card but never ever getting that full-fledged championship push. So I kind of understand where he is. You know, hey, yep. you could have these great matches. Hey, don't do super kick because Shawn Michaels does it. And don't drop the elbow because Shawn Michaels does it. And don't do this because that one does it. And don't do that because this one does it, because you could do it just as good. Now, from what I understand... I know he wasn't making top dollar there. See, I don't know like what he was making, like, but he I was there know. eleven years. But they never made him be like the top dollar getter. Yeah, I don't see him making a half million a year. I think he was in between the one fifty and three fifty range. And from when I, I remember a couple of years ago, when I when I I think I read his salary, it's one hundred and fifty two hundred thousand. Was that the guaranteed? Yeah, the guaranteed. Oh, the guaranteed. Okay, so he theoretically could have made a little bit more than that based on, but right. still, like that's a low guarantee. It's for, a low guarantee. Yeah. Who was the guy who was tagging with Daniel Bryan, and he was holding out for more money? He wanted. They offered him two hundred thousand. He was making two hundred thousand. He wanted four hundred thousand. Is that Tony Nice? I I have no idea. Who he that was the was. guy who was representing Daniel Bryan to wind up in a program with him, and then wind up tagging with him. Oh, Gulak, yeah, Gulak, Gulak. And that Thanks, dumb Gulak. bastard said no. Went on the free agent market and came back for him. Came back for a hundred thousand dollars. That happens with guys like that. So clearly, if he didn't resign, like it, the writing's on the wall. This guy's going to end up in AEW. Like now, you, you and I you, both know that. Who do you put him with, though? You Miro, put him like, with Jack okay. Hager, or do you put him with Miro? Miro, I Miro. think Miro. I now, granted, right? They have a lot of tag teams, but they keep bringing in singles wrestlers and. How often can you keep doing that? So maybe bring in Cesaro and put him with somebody familiar, Miro, and have him dominate the tag team division. Cesaro had a pretty good run as a tag team with Sheamus in yeah. WWE. So 
Why not? I we'll see what Tony Khan does. Does with he this go? New toy. Does he go? Now, here's something. I, I think he, I, just because of Tony Khan's track record, and it, Cesaro is like that guy, that Ring of Honor, right in that wheelhouse for AEW. You you know does, that's what's going to happen. Does he go to Impact and become world champion of Impact? Could could go to Japan. Could does he go to the NWA and and that's and win the title? That but. How much could he make there? Because it's that's really niche. But see, a lot of people that do the NWA can still go out and do some other stuff too. So maybe he does that first. Does he then, go back in the good graces of Ring of Honor and win the title with their reboot? They, you know, that could be a possibility. So, like, so this is good for Cesaro. He's got to make that right choice. And I guess for him, just get paid, right? Get paid the most yeah. you can if you got to work for multiple companies. If you got to work the indie scene like Matt Cardona, do it. No, I see. You know, you know they always we'll get a little happen. bit more on the indie scene after they're in WWE. So he's got that to his advantage. So I, I think he will end up in AEW. So. Colin Andrew is here. Razor Sharp is here. Uh, the Big Vito brand is here. Big, yeah, Colin the Cleaver from No DQ. Oh my God! Yep. No DQ are here in the house. Okay. All right, what's the next subject? So, Go ahead. Here's the thing, you know. Last week, there were a lot of really good promos in wrestling. You know, Edge cut one about who he's going to face at WrestleMania. We're going to talk about that later. MJF delivered the best he could, telling a little childhood story about CM Punk, trying to get people emotionally invested. Jericho and Eddie Kingston cut their promos. Right. And Roman Reigns had a very passionate promo about owning everything. This is his WrestleMania sign, his announcement, being a dick heel for that big stage. And I'm looking at all these promos, and I like them all in their own way. But then I started thinking, Vito, fourth wall breaking promos, like why? why is – but that's what the wrestling fans today, the diehard group that really loves wrestling, that's what they want because they want to be smart to the promo. And I'm like, okay, those were good promos, but then I hear Reigns, and he's just out there selling a WrestleMania main event, and you can tell he's into this character. You can tell Brock Lesnar is into his character, and to me, those guys sold it more for me, and what I think casual fans would want, than to any of those fourth wall-breaking promos. I want to know, what do you prefer being in the business, cutting promos yourself? The the, the, the smart promos, you know, the, where you break the fourth wall, like the pipe bomb with CM Punk, or the guys that get into their characters, like the good old boy Brock Lesnar now, the tribal chief Roman Reigns, and they just try to get you to believe that they're those guys. Like, what do you prefer? Because you know what I prefer. I am going to tell you my whole career, I believed in who I was. And for whatever gimmick I was doing, I was that character. And I made you believe. Who can go out there, portray a Nazi German, and make people believe that he was really a Nazi German from Germany. Yes. That's like unheard of, right? Then you come back and then you're this character 
Vito Vito Lagrasso, big mafioso guy. Yep. Or, and not uh, once did you come back as Big Vito saying, Oh, they should have pulled pushed Skull von Krush, the Nazi German more. You no. never did that. You never broke that fourth wall. No, I did not. And mm -hmm. then when I went to Impact and I stayed as that mafioso tough guy and I cut some great promos. And then when I went to WWE and I was with the FBI and then they put me in the dress and I believed in the dress and the people believed in the dress. So when the people believed, that's what made the gimmick even more successful and people were behind me. I lived it. And when you live something, the people are behind you. They don't know you're not full of shit. Yep, and that's those are the promos I like. And I'm not saying like Jericho, Eddie Kingston, their promo was good. You can tell, but they were delivering it to the smart crowd. You know, casual, like an uncle of mine flipping through the channels that used to watch the golden era of wrestling, he might tune into that and he'd be like, what are these guys talking about? But then he might watch SmackDown and see Roman Reigns says he's owning everything. The WrestleMania sign, the announcers, the ring. And then he, you know, oh my God, who is it? I want to see this guy get his ass kicked. He says he owns everything. Big difference, Vito. By the way, people in the chat are talking about Elias and WWE has nothing for him. Is he going to get yeah. released? What, what's what do you think? What's going to happen with Elias? Dude, the that guy is... looks jacked. He looks like a like a good performer, a good character, and he just can't crack it. And it's not not him. Maybe this WWE not realizing he's. I think he's pretty good. They dropped the ball with him when he was supposed to wrestle Cena, and Cena beat him. Just like every other talent who came through. When it came time for them to shine, Cena beat them. And everybody has their curse. Doesn't matter who it is. When it was going through Cena, Cena declined it. And Elias had the look, the promos, everything. The honky-tonk man, Jeff Jarrett. And when he wrestled and he, and he was wrestling against Cena, he, his game came alive. If they would have gave, if they would have slipped them over Cena, what's you know who knows what it could have been. The guy has a legit body. He's got a good wrestling persona, and they did nothing with him. And then they say they don't have any superstars. They do have superstars, but they didn't deliver on them. And how many guys should have become bigger than what they were? But when it came time to wrestle Cena. Cena would not let it happen. And you know what it is? It's like those guys that go out there, remember Zack Ryder, and they got even more over with the crowd than what I think WWE management intended. Elias did that. Like he got, when he did his songs or cut his promos, I mean, he wasn't just a bit of the show. He got that arena really liking him. And I just wonder if WWE's like, we didn't want you to be that big. And they just always pull it back because they want full control. Like now, that's what Elias reminds me of. He got himself over more than what I think management thought he would have. Look at Vito in the dress. Nobody in a million years would have thought I'd pull it off. And here I am wrestling for the title against Booker T. And I had to step aside. Why did I step aside? the biggest blind side I ever got in wrestling where I come to TV and I'm thinking, okay, 
here it is. This is like a make or break. And like, you know, if I go over Booker, I mean, this will be like huge. This will be the biggest thing. Fandango was another guy. And Cena was in the ring with that son of a bitch. And they buried him. And he was singing his song. It's like these are mid-carters and they get over like to that next level where you could say, hey, these guys have something. It's like WWE sees that and it's like, we didn't want you to be that over. Come back here. We'll keep you by catering. Like it, That's nuts, dude. No, and in 2022, they still talk about the dress. So you tell me. Yeah. Dude, Vito. But so earlier we talked about Edge probably tomorrow on Raw. He's going to – we'll find out his WrestleMania opponent. And we know what the main events are. But, you know, WrestleMania, two nights now. they got to have a lot of matches. And you got to right. have semi-main events too. And Edge, being a legend, a Hall of Famer, right. anybody he puts in there is probably going to be like one of those notable matches. His promo last Monday, he ended it in the word phenomenal. That, to me, I said this on the No DQ Review, I feel it will be AJ. That's obvious. Any chance – it's Cody Rhodes. No. So do you think? So who do you think Edge's opponent will be for WrestleMania? To play it safe. AJ. AJ Styles. Okay. Cody Rhodes is not phenomenal. Never in a million fucking years is he fucking phenomenal. Are you shitting me? Well, Edge. This whole promo had like cryptics for a couple, like you know, where you might have thought Finn Balor or a few other people. But he ended it in phenomenal, which to me was the punchline. Like, yes, it's going to be AJ. But uh, I just wanted to see if you had any thoughts or maybe. No, I don't think if if Cody shows up, I don't think it's if he does go to WWE, I don't think it's until after WrestleMania. I don't know. Okay. You're saying you're saying Edge. Yeah. And you're saying one of the best superstars of all time in WWE. Based on how they pushed him. Yeah. And you talk about Cody Rhodes. He ain't even on that fucking level. He ain't nowhere near but, that level. But why why bring that up? Is there any inkling if they bring Cody in? He was never that guy the first time around. But because they knew he went off to do his thing, he was one of those original EVPs that helped start AEW and was kind of up around their main event. You don't think they'd want to bring him back and at least push him initially, give him some big matches, big names, just to say it's okay for AEW wrestlers to come back over here too. Cody no. did it. No. I don't, you know, I don't know. They, they probably don't care because right. the they developed their own stars. But the one thing you said, yeah, that doesn't translate into being a wrestler, just because you're a VP of a corporation doesn't make you a great wrestler and it doesn't transcend you being in the main event of a WrestleMania match. Remember the first time around they gave him five or six gimmicks. They flubbed. If he was that indispensable and that good in AEW, don't you think they would have paid the money to keep him? I, I just, this I don't know. Either Cody Rhodes really, really is as bad as I'm hearing from all these different people, but like, God, I'm I'm rooting for this guy because I just don't. I don't. Maybe because he's Dusty's son, you know, know, and Dustin's brother. But like, God, I'm rooting for him, man. You know how I am, though. I always like the 
the people that like the other people don't like that. I'm guilty of that. You see, now here's what you're going to be guilty of, right? Okay, okay. Behind you, everybody, you see Virtue has his Christmas tree. Still, right? it's cold out. It's cold up here. All right. And Virtue's going to be the kid at Christmas. He's wished to Santa Claus. And he said, Santa, I want Cody Rhodes to be this wonderful superstar in the WWE. To give me material. <laughs> okay. Then come Christmas Day, WrestleMania. And bungo, bango, bingo. What happens? Poor Virtue is sitting there cursing Santa. You son of a bitch. You let me down. I can't believe you didn't even give me this gift for Christmas. Virtue, I feel very bad for your Christmas. And please, I don't want to see no frozen tears on Dude, your tree. I try to have some things in place, like throwing a million things against the wall. And if it happens, so I have material. You know how I am about Matt Riddle. Cody Rhodes is another one of those guys. But anyway, it's time for the main event. Main event time. And are you ready for this? So you know the Pat McAfee show. I mean, he's had Aaron Rodgers on there. He's had Brock Lesnar on there. But guess who's coming on his show next, his podcast? Vince McMahon, all 70-some years old of him. And the rumor, like these rumors for WrestleMania are ridiculous. Austin in a match. Now, the rumor of Vince McMahon versus Pat McAfee in a match, and this podcast is going to set this up. Now, you and I both know there's no match going to happen with Vince McMahon, but what kind of smoke and mirrors are they going to come up with for this? Is this, if this happens, is this a, Pat McAfee, who did work a little bit in NXT, had a match with Adam Cole for being a celebrity, a NFL punter. He could go pretty decently. Is is this what is this thing going to pan out, or is it smoke and mirrors for like Austin Theory versus Pat McAfee? What you tell me? What's this end game with Vince McMahon being on the Pat McAfee show? Austin Theory already lost his mojo. He already got buried. He got dropped on his head. He is done. But some people say that's a that's a push for a youngster to take that from Brock in that spot. You you know how people are. Once you lose and you lose to the champ, where do you go from there? Down. Let's not even talk about it. It's disgusting. My debate and my thing is they're going to have a face-off they're going to have a debate at WrestleMania. And Vince McMahon is going to pull out of his bag of tricks. You're fired. You think? So But so something's going to go down with these two. Obviously, we know Vince McMahon is highly entertained by Pat McAfee. So naturally, he's getting himself involved with him for something. I thought that was interesting. I, I kind of want to see what happens. As crazy as it if, sounds, if I don't want to see. I don't want to see Vince wrestle, but I want to see what happens. If Vince McMahon is going to be in WrestleMania, guys, that's the scenario. He's going to have a WrestleMania debate. It's not even going to last. Vince is going to have the last word, take his ball and go home. And that's the way it's going to be for Mr. McAvee. He's going to come back on NXT begging. He might even join the Kiss Your Ass Club, and that would be something to watch. Ooh. So you're, you know, so and I'm thinking off be, the top of my head. Yeah. And if WWE happens to use my ideas, you're welcome. So here we go. Vince McMahon is also, and think about this. Remember what happened with Shane? Shane went 
went home, at least from the, the backstage atmosphere, having a WrestleMania match, right? That was all put off to the side. And it's just funny now Vince McMahon's name's brought up for something at WrestleMania. Like the McMahon name still has to be on the WrestleMania card, Vito. You and I both know that's exactly what it is. He sent Shane home, who was going to be on the card in some way. Well, how am I going to get a McMahon on the card? I'm going to put myself. I I don't know. That's what I think. All right. Great that's show. It. Great show. Yep. I know you got other shows to record tonight. So anything you want to say in closing? No. I just, guys, it was a good show tonight. Thank you for the people in the chat. I greatly appreciate it. And somebody's saying the Barry Horowitz line, how in the fuck did you put Barry Horowitz in the fucking Hall of Fame, you jackass? Go to your room. I can't stand it. Virtue, take it away. Yeah, and I got that tree up right here because, you know, it's Ohio. It snows until like April. So I don't have to take it down until then. But anyway, be sure to follow Vito on Twitter at the Big Vito brand. Follow me if you dare at no DQ underscore virtue. And go to the Patreon, patreon.com slash big V Mafia. We do the sit down right here. We do Virtue's Rage and there might be a, a, you know, we might have to postpone those shows until we, because Jargo is going to take some time off, but I'll get new guests. We'll figure something out. We'll still bring you some more content. For Big Vito, I am Virtue. This has been Getting Color right here on the BigVitoBrand.com, and we will see you again next time. Oh, yeah, NoDQ.com slash Colin. Right, right. That'll hit the bloopers. All right, guys. Thank you very much. Hey, guys. How's it going in the chat? Thank you for participating. Greatly appreciate it, guys. We'll talk to you soon. I'm going to end this broadcast.